0: Hello, this is the Real Recruiter. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Real Recruiter podcast. Um there's a lot today. We have a lot to go through. We just finished Hometowns last night. Um we did have also the finale of Love Island. I'm not caught up, though. And also, I'm not going to be able to, like, see the finale, like, how everything actually plays out. Um, because I don't, again, you guys know I don't have a VPN. Um, but I do know who wins. And I'm, I'm shocked. Like, I'm, I'm actually shocked, to say the least. I kind of had this thought. Should I just say who it is? What are your thoughts, Kendall? question for the audience you don't think I should say okay spoiler alerts okay I guess yeah well okay if you don't want to know skip right now okay ready three two one spoiler coming ahead Jess and Sammy won which is like if you've watched Love Island it's just bizarre because Jess and Sammy they've been together for a while and like they're not as dramatic as like Tyreek and Ella were and they also like i feel like are more likable than like zach and molly but it's also very very weird because sammy basically like wasn't super set on jess until like after casa and then after casa he was like oh actually i want to be set on you so just like the fact that they won was very weird especially because they've been in the bottom three like several times Again, I don't know what happens in, like, the last two weeks, and obviously that can really, like, change the public's perception and everything, but I'm also very surprised that Whitney and Locken didn't win, especially because they were voted the favorite couple, like, a week ago, whatever, so... I'm interested to see how all of that plays out, but like I was very shocked. Literally last night, whenever it like broke that like they won, I was like, wait, what? Like I was I was confused because I just wasn't really expecting that. Um, so more to come there. We'll be covering that a little bit more. Um, but let's kick it off with Bachelorette. We're at Hometowns this week. Hometowns is where I feel like things start shifting and it's less it's like we're down like we're down to the final four. Like we're meeting families. Like I feel like this is whenever it really starts to get real. Um, so we start off and we're at we're in Houston. Go, Texas. <laughs> we're in Houston, um, for Aaron B's, or I guess we can just call him Aaron since there's no more Aaron's now. Um, she likes Aaron, but you can tell like she says that she doesn't really Feel like she did at the beginning. She basically at one point said, "If you would have asked me like week two, if Aaron was my person that I was going to marry, I would say yes." And I was like, "Oh, so that's obviously kind of dwindled away," which is what I predicted because I always say that if you get the first one-on-one, like it's great, but also sometimes you get lost in the background. Um, Aaron is anxious, and I think Charity is just like nervous because she's kind of like, "If we don't get back to where we were." Like, I don't know, like, I'm going to probably have to send you home. Um, what's also really interesting is that we don't so like I feel like usually we do like an activity and then we go get, meet the family in the evening this was like reverse like we went and met the family first his family seems really nice their red flag um, is that they were using metal on their La Crusade Dutch oven which you should not do that because it will scratch it so that gave me a little bit of stress um, but his family is like very enthusiastic they're like very excited to meet charity um, the family's food was really good they did have frog legs which i know is something that people eat that would like stress me out a little bit i don't know if i could do it but i also have a very weak stomach so um aaron's brother supports him 100 aaron's brother was like the one who was like if he comes in like he's gonna have a look like he's gonna have a vibe and if he has that vibe like i know this is for real he said that aaron had that um his mom is nice and she i first i couldn't really tell if they were vibing they definitely were vibing she definitely really likes charity the theme of the hometowns is that all parents love charity which i'll get into that in a little bit but like they love her they think she's great um the one there's there's two parts to this so this is going to be a two-parter the mom so aaron's mom asked charity are you ready to accept a proposal from Aaron? And she basically says, "No, I don't know if he's ready. She doesn't know if they're going to get to that point. Aaron's dad is really great. He's like really pure. He's he might be a little bit attached to his son, but like we'll see. Um, also, like they think that Charity's a keeper. They think she's great. But on the flip side to this, is then Charity tells his whole family." I can't wait to be back. And that's just like something that I feel like you can't say during hometowns. Like, okay. I mean, you can like do whatever you want, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, Ooh, like you came in here like kind of doubting. And now you're like, I can't wait to be back. And it's like, but are you going to be back? That was really weird. So then they go to like it's like a very Friday night lights vibe that happened in Texas. Maybe it was Houston. I don't really know all those like trivia facts. Um, but so they go, they have like Leatherman jackets. It's super cute. The one thing that also was kind of interesting is that Charity. So Aaron says he's falling in love with her, says this to her, and she just kisses him. Like she doesn't say it back. Like she doesn't really say anything. Um, she just kisses him. So we'll see. Um, but so that like concludes Aaron's. It was good. The, parents liked her there was like no really like red flags or anything um but i'm just i don't know if she's like as strong with erin as she is with other people um but definitely after this hometown she was like Aaron and i are like back on track but like we'll see so Then we go to joey's hometown um we're in pennsylvania joey like lives in hawaii i think he's from pennsylvania though so maybe he moved to hawaii because he's a professional tennis player i don't know um we're playing tennis charity is in a like dark deep plummy outfit it's working i love it like I don't know who's dressing Charity this season, but they're not missing. She might be dressing herself. Like, I don't know, but it looks really great. Um, So Joey's uncle, who's also his coach shows up to the Tennessee. So again, like, errands we did meet the family and then activity for joey's we're doing activity kind of meeting the family and then we're gonna go meet the family um his uncle shows up his uncle like doesn't really think that joey like that this is like the real deal like he's kind of like he seems happy but like he something's off basically is what he's telling us um charity though is like I want to tell Joey I'm falling in love with him. Like I want to tell him like, she's like very like, I need this to go well. Cause I need to, I need to tell him how I'm feeling. Um, so interesting. We'll get to that in just a little bit. So we meet his sister first and charity tells Joey's sister that she's falling in love with him. Um, next we talk to his mom and his mom's a crier. That's fine. Moms can be criers. Um, but then we talk to the mom. She's basically like, are you sure you're ready? The usual mom stuff. Then this is where the bomb gets dropped. We talked to Joey's uncle. And Joey's uncle is like, Charity is 10 out of 10. She's an amazing woman. She's a great person. She's successful. She's awesome. But... Joey sometimes you can act like a different person of like what people want you to be. So basically he's like are you being authentic? Um said so his uncle said that Joey can sometimes be someone other people want even if it's not his true self. So then the uncle tells Charity this. Basically says like I don't know if he's being his true self. Da, da, da. Charity is like, "Oh, okay." So now she's like a little uneasy. Um, His uncle also kind of looks like Mr. Clean. So he also had on like really thick black glasses. It was quite interesting. Um, He does say that he thinks Joey will be like an amazing dad, an amazing husband, like thinks he can be great, but also is like, I don't know if the Joey that you are seeing right now is like the real life Joey. I would have loved for him to like elaborate on this because he was like, as his coach and I was like watching him today, like something just seemed off and I'm like, I need details. Like I need to know, like, what is he like? How is he different? Like, give us more. Like we need to know because also like, I feel like Joey's been pretty consistent this whole time. But then after like thinking back on it last night, I was like, we've seen Joey on like one-on-ones and like, we've seen him like a little bit, but like, he doesn't have any like major storylines like we don't know like a ton about him outside of what's happened on his one on ones um Charity feels accepted by his family um Joey said he's feeling like he's falling in love but I don't think that Charity told him I could have definitely missed that but I don't think that Charity like tells Joey like I'm falling in love with you like she wanted we actually got to the end of the date and they're like sitting on a bench and the vibes are off like she just – I feel like she's kind of now, like, second-guessing because she does really like Joey. And I feel like she's at this point where she's like, I really like you. And, like, I need to get to the bottom of this. But, like, I don't really know how. Um, So – but it's also she's like, I'm just really going to miss you. And he's like, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, gets in the car, goes on her way. Things are off. They leave it there. We'll see. Like, it just was a weird send-off. Okay, so – we're done with Joey. Now we're going on to an Xavier. We're in Cleveland, Ohio, and we are going to a knitting club. Oh my god, I love this. The one thing that I will say about Xavier um is that he this is where like I like Xavier, but if you know me, you know that this, I just I can't do it. Xavier was wearing a t shirt with a vest. And I'm just gonna say it right now. I this might get me in some trouble eventually down the line I don't like whenever people wear t-shirts what's best it doesn't make sense to me my bestie Bryce Shepard will say but it keeps your torso warm I'm like then just wear like long sleeves like I don't know I don't really vibe with it if you do that's your prerogative but I don't really like it Xavier I just I don't like it but anyway so they go to this knitting class It's so cute. They're all knitting. I wish I could knit. Like, okay, I always say that I need to find a hobby because I'm, like, probably a little bit ADHD and I have to, like – I can't just, like, be sitting and watching TV and, like, not doing anything else. Like, I have to be, like – I have to be, like, on my phone or, like, clean – like, I have to be doing something. But I feel like knitting would kind of solve that problem. Like, I feel like if I was knitting – or like crocheting. I actually think I'm going to learn how to crochet because my friend Mara crochets whenever she comes over for batch night. So I think we're going to start doing that. It was precious. I loved it. Um, we meet his mom who I'm pretty sure she has MS. I think she has MS. It's precious. We meet her and she really likes charity. His mom says she knows that Xavier wants to get married, but we'll see. Like she's, Again, she's not super sold. I'll be really honest. We didn't get a ton from Xavier's hometown. Like it was good, but like there's nothing crazy. Um, his dad sees a connection and sees that he's like has feelings, but he's not saying like, ooh, yeah, this is the one for him. Like they're both like he sees that they like each other, but they're not booming. But his sister says, I love charity. His sister's so cute. She's like, I love Charity. Everybody else is like, yeah, she's great. And she's like, I love Charity. And apparently, Xavier said in like his outro or whatever that like, if his sister didn't like somebody, that like, she's like a straight shooter. Like, she'll be like, no, 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 I don't like her. We're passing on this. Um, so she feels like things have progressed with Xavier. She's not as confused. Like, she got a lot of clarity on this date. I mean, they knit together. They met his family. His family is really great. Like. What's not to love there? Um. So we leave things in Cleveland. Now we're going on to Dotten. I don't actually remember where. Oh, Don's I think was in California. Maybe. Yeah, I think it was in California. Um. She feels like so. We go to Dutton's hometown. This is the one we really been waiting on. We like want to see his family. I always have this theory that whoever's hometown goes the worst is the one who wins. At this point, Joey's was probably the one that, like, went, like, none of them have actually gone bad. They all love charity, which, I'll, again, I'll talk about that in a minute. But, like, all of the hometowns were going well. Everybody seems to be enjoying it. But we'll see. So, I was very intrigued by Dawn's because, again, history shows that whoever's worst hometown is who wins. Um, but she feels like Dotton can maybe be too good to be true. Um what she like this is what she wants to figure out is she's like I really like him is he too good to be true cuz i mean like he's literally like there for the right reasons like there for the right reasons picture of don like that's that's it um his so Don's parents are both in Nigeria. That's where they're all from. Um, so we're not meeting them. Charity's like a little bit upset. And this is where I'm like, oh, shit, this might take a little bit of a detour. Um, so we don't meet the parents. She's like, but that's kind of what she wanted to do was to meet the parents to be like, is this too good to be true? Like, is this real? Like, what's happening? Um, Charity like, she's not super thrilled to meet him or meet them or that she doesn't get to meet them. Oh, my gosh. Um, his, we do meet his grandma. She is precious. We had to have subtitles because she was speaking her native language. But she is freaking adorable. And she looks damn good for being a grandma. Like, she looks so good. She's so cute. I loved her. Um, And then, like, we're all outside. We're sitting around a table. We're eating dinner. Living our best life. Or lunch. Whatever. Living our best life. Whatever. And then Dawn's parents show up and surprise them. I know. I know. It was so cute oh my gosh oh it makes me tear up just thinking about it um his grandma side note his grandma does say hot take not hot take but prediction that she feels like Dotton and charity are bonded from heaven that's like probably the best compliment you could ever get nobody's ever told me that but hey pat and i are bonded from heaven <laughs> so his parents show up we meet his mom he his mom asked Don if he's in love and he's like yeah he says a lot of other things but I didn't write that down he says yeah I'm in love with her um Don's dad says he thinks he's ready that he thinks that Don is ready to get engaged Don's mom really really likes charity I mean like they're just like this is like such a pure wholesome hometown that I'm like if Don could get any better. We met his family, now he's better. Um so we meet them, they love Charity, they think she's great. We love her, they love her. Everybody loves Charity. Um and then for their like date date part, they go and they watch like they go to like a drive-in movie. Um not the Midway Drive-In in Oslo, Kansas, but they go to a drive-in movie. And it's like a compilation video of like home videos and like baby pictures and like kid pictures of them. And then also kind of like their highlights or whatever um, from their time on the show. It's so cute. Charity's crying. I'm crying. Everybody's crying. Like it is just precious. And at this point you're kind of like, okay. And the show, that's all you got to do. Pull a, claire crawley and just end the show we're picking Doton. we all know it like just we don't we don't need to go through the three theatrics if anything else like we're just picking Dotten. so we end the hometown day then we're talking to jesse and basically charity's like well shit all of these hometowns went really really well like i actually feel great about all four guys now and now i have to send somebody home but like i literally like i'm falling in love with all of them basically is the gist of that conversation with jesse also we haven't seen jesse in a while I don't know where he's been. I feel like we haven't seen him. Yeah. In a long time. Kind of forgot what he looked like. Just kidding. Can never forget what Jesse looked like. So charity's falling in love with multiple men. Now she has to send somebody home, but like literally all the hometowns went so well. Like all of them have gone really, really well. Um, all of the men, so we're in, like, an airplane hangar, which I feel like we typically, like, we do this several times whenever we get down to the final four. And all the guys are really nervous because they, like, leave their hometown, but they don't know how anybody else's hometown went. So they're like, oh, my hometown went great, but, like, what if Don's went better? It did. I promise you it went better. Um, so then everybody's really nervous, but then Joey is the most nervous because he's, like, what the fuck like why charity was freaking out at the end of our hometown i haven't seen her then i haven't talked to her i could be going home um so everybody's a little nervy everybody looks great we're like dressed to the nines charity is wearing a black sparkly dress with like a little funky neck cut like a neckline and then she has like a really high slit like she looked really great hair was cute loved the outfit um at this point i'm like thinking like, I feel like Aaron B is going home. I feel like she, the reason why I think that is because Aaron was like the only one that whenever his mom was like, do you want to be engaged to Aaron? She like straight up said no. And this was like, you know, at like we see 10 minutes of this. Like that was probably after she'd been there for a while. So that's why I'm kind of like like I think she likes him but I don't know if she can get there. Um she's sad though. Like she is crying. She is no, she's not happy with this. Um she's not happy that she has to make this this decision. She's really sad. I like really felt bad for her because again I feel like usually there's one or two hometowns where the parents are like why the heck would you do this? This is so stupid. I don't understand it. This is ridiculous. It's not going to work. And all of these parents were so supportive of like, not only the process, but also of charity. Like this is the thing is I feel like all of the parents could see that like charity is like a marriage material girl. Like she is successful she is well educated she is articulate like she is kind she is emotionally mature like she is just like she's the whole effing package and i think all the parents are like well damn like i want you to pick my son because i want to be i want to be your mother-in-law like i think that they all just really really love her which i then think is making it more difficult because whenever like the parents are supportive it kind of like reassures like the guys like oh well my parents are in so then like it's fine like it's okay if I do this like they don't have any hesitations they don't have any kind of like reservations about like should I actually get down and propose because the parents are like hell yeah you should charity's effing great so that's where I feel like we're getting to this point where all four guys are like head over heels for charity because the parents are like reassuring them that like it's fine if they get engaged to charity because she's awesome. So we give out all the roses. Aaron B gets sent home. She basically says that she feels like she is falling in love with Aaron, but she just doesn't think like she feels like her other connections are stronger and she doesn't know if she can like fully get there with Aaron B. Like she already is there with Xavier, Joey, and Dotton. Um, But then we get to, like, a weird part where, like, they're crying on the bench, like, everybody's sad, Aaron doesn't want to go home, and then Charity basically tells him, like, I'm not even still sure of my decision, foreshadowing, please hold, Um, which is just, like, like, I feel like Aaron didn't get the closure, and I feel like Charity was kind of giving him, like, Maybe I'll bring you back. Maybe I won't bring you back. Um, so then she's just sad. It's an emotional time. Um, he leaves, charity goes back, and then we get the promo for next week. So this promo is quite interesting. So we are down to three guys. We're going into fantasy we're going into overnights, we're going into fantasy suites, and somebody comes back to see charity. What I can't tell is is Aaron B coming back like going to, literally all the way to Fiji like we're going international for the first time this season and we're going to Fiji and I can't figure out if Erin is the one that comes back or if she sends somebody home like before they're overnight or whatever and then if they come back so basically somebody comes back and Charity is shocked it seems a little bit dramatic at one point in a promo she said how many times do I have to tell them to leave and I don't know who that's about and I don't know how that progresses um it's kind of dramatic but there's also like it doesn't seem like anything crazy happens the one part that we do see and I don't know who Charity says it to is she tells somebody that she is in love with them I don't know who it's to I hope it's Doton, but I don't know who it's to because I feel like with like Clayton we saw Clayton say I love you to Rachel and Gabby while he actually really wanted to be with Susie but I don't know like Charity said she's falling in love with multiple people but she hasn't said she's in love with multiple people. You know like she hasn't said I love you to more than one person. So we'll see who that is because I feel like whoever she says that to is going to be our person. We'll see. Um, so we only have like a few a few episodes left. I feel like we have the mental all Pretty soon. I feel like we're gonna get fantasy suites and then we're gonna do Mentel All because I feel like whoever comes back might be at Mentel All. So we'll see. Um, other than that, that's I mean, Love Island, we have to catch up on that. We obviously are gonna see how the bachelorette plays out. Um, but now we are gonna hear it from our sponsor. Guess who? It's Chief of Staff. Um, so as you guys know, Chief of Staff is a local recruiting firm here in Kansas City. Um, we specialize in administrative, accounting, finance, HR sales operations roles. Um, we really focus on making connections that matter. So if you are looking for a new opportunity or you are looking for your next hire, please reach out to me. My email is B-B-E-E-T S at k c dot com. Kind of a tongue twister there. Okay, so our story today is a good one i mean they're all good ones but this one's really funny so this is a story that i have told multiple times and it's always kind of hilarious um it's just it's one of those things where it's it's not even about like the person it's more about the person who's in hr so we're all human everybody makes mistakes so this person is near and dear to my heart and one day they called me and So backstory, they're in HR and sometimes they do like some employee relations and stuff, but they sometimes also have to be present whenever there's like any kind of like disciplinary action. So set the stage. So it's COVID. It's like middle of COVID too. So like, it's not even like 2021 going into 2022 or anything like that. Like everybody is still fully remote. Like we're all still on lockdown. So, anytime that they had to call a meeting for like any disciplinary action or just like probate, like any type of like performance review or anything, they had to call the like everybody in and somebody who's in HR has to be present. So, this particular situation, everybody has to go in and everybody has to wear a mask because, again, it's like June of 2020, so we're being really safe here. And the whole reason for. <laughs> The disciplinary action is because while this person was working remotely, this person was consuming alcoholic beverages and then was like on teams meetings and people could see it. Like it was a whole thing. So then basically the manager had to come in and say like, Hey, you like can't drink during work, whatever. So they walk into their meeting and the person, my friend forgets to put on their mask. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Grabs a mask out of their purse, puts a mask on. The mask is a mask that said person got from a winery. (laughs) And it says it like on the front of the mask. So has no idea, like does not realize, like literally just threw on them. The mask is also black. So they're just like, throw it on whatever. So then they're going through and they're like giving the disciplinary action of like, you can't drink at work. You can't consume work while they have a mask that literally has the name of a winery on the front of it. So then they go through, everything's all good. They're like leaving and the like employee leaves and then like the manager and then like the person who's in HR are like sitting there and the manager looks and doesn't even realize it and was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> your mask is from a winery. And they were, like, mortified, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I just did this. I'm so embarrassed. Um, So they tell me this, and I'm like, well, what did you do? So then they basically just had to, like, act like it wasn't a thing. But then later, it like, got brought up of, like, how can you give me discipline if you're literally wearing a mask from a winery? Um, so... More love stories always have plain mask in your um bag. Um, thankfully we don't have to do that as much anymore. But I mean, such a doozy. I think again, it's always just good. Remember, like we're all humans. Everybody makes mistakes. It's totally fine. I will. I love telling that story. It's so funny. It's also just like you know, it is what it is, people. Um. But if you have any stories, I would love to hear them. I would also love to share them on this podcast. So you can email those to me. Same email, B-B-E-E-T-S at C-O-S dash K-C dot com. Um, But yeah, I don't really think I have anything else. Obviously, we're winding down with Bachelorette. We're getting to all the good parts. I'm going to catch up on Love Island. I also need to watch the last few episodes of The Kardashians. And then guys like we're I'm getting a little bit less busy now. So, I'm probably going to have to find some more shows to watch. Obviously, we're going to have Paradise coming up soon. Hopefully, we get Love Island Winter. I mean, guys, I'm also getting married in like 2 months, like in October, so like I'm going to be really busy. So, I'm kind of okay with everything slowing down a little bit. Um But yeah, that's all I have for now. Send me in your stories. Um, Obviously, reach out to Chief of Staff if you need a new job or you need a new hire. Um, But I will catch you guys next week. Bye.